0: Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, US Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions.
1: Welcome back. To talkville the ultimate smallville rewatch podcast where i say this every week and you know it's coming we we watch every episode we dissect it we talk about it the show changed our lives i think it may may have changed your lives maybe it didn't but uh this is what we're doing it's a lot of fun i was actually really looking forward to today tom why i don't why? know I, I don't know i was like you know i'm looking forward to talking to tom and ryan and it's been a while since we've recorded an episode and uh i'm excited uh, if you didn't get a chance to call in and leave your questions for this episode make sure you get some in future episodes by calling our hotline 213-538-2883 213 213-538- 538 2883. Make sure you leave a brief message. If it's longer than like 15-20 seconds, see ya. Yeah. You know, we're trying to get sponsors every week and uh we're, we're we have patrons that are really saving the show right now and keeping us afloat and go to patreon.com/talkville to uh join the uh the Patreon family and uh, there's different tiers. Um and there's some cool things we're working on, too, that we're going to we're gonna do. Um, but, uh, you know, I think we're getting catching our stride. I think the show's getting better and better. I think Bryce is doing a phenomenal work as a producer. Oh, I yeah. think Jason's editing the shows tremendously. Jason, we love you.
2: And thank God Ryan's here. You know, fresh eyes, fresh ears.
1: It's nice to have Ryan here. I love having Ryan. I got that fresh perspective. Hey, Ryan came over for a pumpkin carving contest. <laughs> I did. Did you win? I did not. You didn't win.
3: I did not win.
1: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Our socials, uh, please follow us. It means a lot when you write a review. It helps us in the ranking. So if you write a review, if you like the show, it's awesome. Go to the handles are uh, Talkville Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. That's Talkville Podcast and Talkville Pod on the Twitter. And a quick update for everyone. First, I'd like to introduce everybody. uh, My good buddy Ryan here, Teos. Howdy he's also my engineer for inside of you if you're not listening to that podcast you're missing out we have great guests like Tom Welling and also my <laughs> dear friend of many years since 2001 to over 20 years of friendship Mr. Tom Welling
2: thank you thank you for being here by the way going back to the comment thing and putting us on the back this is one of those rare things where the com- just the fact that people respond and comment actually gives us wings as a as a um as a production you know on television shows people comment and stuff and you know, I think the the creative teams look at it and they might make some adjustments, but it doesn't necessarily really mean, you know, they're looking at ratings. For us, ratings is is reactions and feedback. So yeah. i further encourage you.
1: Yeah. And reviews, and reviews. Hey, wanting you guys to head over to our website, talkvillepodcast.com and cast your vote for some of the best moments of season one. We'll be talking about them in an upcoming episode. Quick update on where we're at with rankings and scores. I like to... Uh, uh, thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Leah Stubbs, for keeping track of this. Ryan's favorite scene. Uh, uh, Tom has guessed two right. Oh, boy. I have guessed eight right. What? You got? We have tied three times, and we've both missed four times so far.
4: So
2: we're both just as bad, but you're just better.
1: Maybe. Rosenbaum ratings average total. This is interesting. Patrons, their average score is a 1.6 rows. That's a solid score if three roses is the best and they're giving it a 1.6 rose tom you're at an average of a 1.5 rose ryan uh-huh. 1.3 uh-huh. and i'm at a 1.1 yeah that sounds about right i mean i think that's pretty good a rose is good uh we were getting a little bit uh you know on the last episode it says that we both I, I guess we didn't really love the episode i think that's what they're sort of <laughs> uh, well you know it's going to happen and it might happen today too let's be honest all right without further ado let's get into season one episode 18 this one's called drone yeah all right drone and by the way we have a uh we have a guest today special guest someone who really supports the show has supported it since the beginning has supported smallville since the beginning and uh we will get into that a little bit later uh god bless you tom and in the next episode make sure you stick around for crush because we have another special guest. And that one, Ooh. we are special guests in the hell out of this. Titles Drone aired April 30th, That's 2002. A special,
2: special gift.
1: Special, special guest. Director Michael Cattleman. Remember Michael Cattleman? A lot of
2: walking talks. You'll see
1: it in this episode, a lot
2: of walking talks. I like Cattleman. Writers,
1: yeah, didn't it like his, somebody died and he had to leave?
2: Uh, there was some, yeah, I don't remember, but I know that he didn't show up one day and it was a family matter or something. Yeah, it was sad.
1: Yeah. Uh, the writers, Al Goff, Miles Miller, Philip Levins, and Michael Green. Guest stars, Shondo, Shonda Farr as Sasha Woodman, Chelyn, or Chellen Simmons as Felice Chandler, Marguerite Moreau as Carrie Castle. I worked with her in a movie in Germany many years ago. We had to loop the entire movie with sound. It didn't turn out well. <laughs> I, I don't want you to see that. Um, if Not it, ideal. Not ideal. And Hiro Kanagawa as Principal Kawan, Kanagawa.
2: You know, there's something I I wanted to talk to real quick. This this occurred to me that a lot of our villains in a lot of these episodes, and I don't know why this just occurred to me yesterday when I was watching not only this episode, but the next episode we're gonna get into. But you know, you got Clark, who's always trying to do things and not hurt anyone along the way. Mm -hmm. And majority of our villains are always trying to get ahead at the expense of other people. Ultimately, whether they know it or not. And I think that looking back at some of these episodes, you'll see that, and especially this one, especially the next one, it's very clear. Um, and so that's just a theme that came up to me yesterday. And I thought it was, uh, I wish I would have known it 20 years ago, but interesting, Clark, Clark wouldn't have known that, but
1: yeah. That's true. Uh, synopsis, Sasha Woodman is eliminating her competition in the race for class president by commanding a swarm of bees to attack them. Pete recommends Clark Kent to run for the seat. Chloe which endor- is even
2: which is even worse than what Sasha's doing.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chloe endorses his competition. Mm. Meanwhile, Lana Lang finds an underhanded way to save the talent from bankruptcy, and Lex Luthor puts a second reporter in his pocket. Lots of Godfather references in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, why don't we go to a brief play-by-play? You guys can stop me if you want. We'll just kind of we'll tell you what's going on. We'll, we'll jump in when we feel like it. Uh, the episode opens with Chloe and Pete discussing the upcoming Smallville High School President election. They talk about Sasha Woodman; she's a hard worker but not a leader. Foreshadowing. Uh, Paul Chan is the most qualified, and Felice Chandler is the most popular. You know, it did bother me. Uh, we'll get into it, but that stereotypical like. <laughs> everyone's gonna vote for me because like i am the cheerleader i'm the most popular i know but that we needed that
2: because that's addressed we addressed that in the episode which i that's why we needed that
1: i get it but like do you have to be so on the money with like your 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 look it up dictionary from the 80s do we do we have to do that
2: yeah well up until this point i thought lana was the most popular I didn't even know this girl existed. She couldn't have been that popular.
1: It's funny because <laughs> it's funny because if you look at Lana, she doesn't seem that popular other than dating Whitney. But she doesn't ever like you don't ever see a lot of popular kids coming up to her and talking to her. I, I mean, we, how many
2: people have we had who want to be like her that kill people? I mean, a couple.
1: Yeah, but those <laughs> like, are weirdos. I, that, I just
2: always assumed Lana was the most popular.
1: I guess. I mean, she's well, well she's busy. She's got a lot going on she's running she likes poetry she's running a yeah she's running a business back at paul chan's home (laughs) we see him making superman inspired poster for his campaign posters he goes to clean up the bathroom and is attacked by a swarm of bees from his sink drain uh you know it was kind of cool um right away i i did have to say that i kind of (sighs) went bees we're into bees now bees well, it but definitely didn't Nick take cage. place during
2: winter because bees don't aren't around. So this must have been a summer, Scorcher. spring, late, early fall kind of episode.
1: Uh, the news makes its way to Smallville High the next day, and Clark, Chloe, and Pete speculate on what could have caused it. With Paul out of sight and mind, Pete goes ahead and nominates the unwilling Clark for president. Later on, Good Samaritan Lex Luthor pulls over a damsel in distress who's on the side of the road working on her car. Lex calls her bluff after finding out her car has is not having problems, and she confesses to being a reporter for the Metropolis Journal, Carrie Castle. She wants to do a puff piece on Lex and offers to get him out of the shadow of his father. I like this scene. It was kind of... I kind of like seeing the playboy come out in him he sees this you know beautiful woman on the side of the road he's like oh, i'm gonna go check this out and of course she doesn't like me for me or she or you know she wants something from me she wants i I,
2: I like that lex had all the best intentions but still sniffed sniffed out the rat you know he was still like wait a second yeah. just when he's trying to be good nice
1: true and they always gave me really uh good cars I always drove really nice cars I like that it was always something different they're like can you drive this I'm like yes and they're like, just do-. and I used to speed off and they used to get pissed off at me you remember that <laughs> yeah yeah was, that nice. was fun at the talon lana lang vents to clark about business woes with the talon slow and business because the beanery is trying to put her out this leads clark to visit lex luther manor and ask if he can help lana with the struggling talent i think this is just a, you're kind of a dick it's a, it's a dick move it's a rude move <laughs> because lex went out of his way to help her get the talon and now oh, we're not doing well can you help her again
2: lex well, it only would have been worse if Clark inspired Lana to go talk to Lex, her investor, and Lana would be like, Clark, can you come with me? Can you imagine the two of us being there?
1: Yeah, like, that would be just annoying. I'm like, says? oh my God. It's like, <laughs> come on. If I was Lex, I would have like lashed out and said, you know what? Get out of <laughs> here. Get out. I did your girlfriend a favor. Now, get out. You're taking advantage of me like everyone else. Lex says that the business needs to find its own feet without him stepping in. Lex then gives Clark support for his presidential campaign and says, the man of tomorrow is forged by his battles of today. Very
2: important slogan. Sorry. Very important slogan. Slogan.
1: Yeah. And this becomes Clark's new campaign slogan. Chloe is hesitant to support Clark because she doesn't know where he stands on school issues. And Pete has become a full-blown campaign manager. Angry by the fact that Clark has not dropped out of the race like he said, Sasha Woodman, his running competitor, returns home to work on her campaign. Inside her garage campaign headquarters, we find a swarm of bees that are under the control of her every word.
2: You know, in retrospect, don't you want someone who wants it this bad? Like, you want someone who just is willing to kill to be really president.
1: That's what you want? No. <laughs> it's just... I guess, again, we go back to this, the freak of the week. I guess you have to do these things. But here's my problem. This is episode 18. 18?
2: Well, who knows how long? No one knew it was going to go 10 years.
1: This is season one. (laughs) We're getting a full season. You know there's episodes. The late episodes, they should all be more gripping. They should all push the story forward into the finale. And I, I had a problem with this. This episode, I thought there was great moments. But and there really were there were some nice moments for the character building up, but just bees and this girl controls bees and she was stung by a thousand bees and she they were with kryptonite and then the the meteor rocks or whatever and it just was hard to let go. It was hard to to get in you know what's the word to get invested. I, you me. know
2: what would have been great if Lex would have figured out that all you needed some. If you had kryptonite and someone got stung by bees and you gave them kryptonite, that they had all this control, wouldn't Cadmus Labs would have made a, a billion dollars on that? Yeah.
3: See. Well, I think they had it like, so I think they had it planned out. Like, but like, I don't know if they knew that they were going to have like to fill like 21, 22 episodes. No, back
1: then you knew you had twenty two episodes usually for a series. So I think it's
3: easier to fi- pick like yeah. a hand like ten episodes, like they're, I mean, to 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 move the plot forward, and then you're like, well, we are we got advertisers. Yeah. You know, we have to now, fill in. Nowadays, I'm, not, I'm
1: not saying it's easy task. I'm not. the Look, the creators are amazing. The show is amazing. I'm saying that 18, 19, 20, and 21 should just all be pretty good. They should all really push the story ahead. I don't believe. I'm just saying this episode felt like episode seven. Well, they're also still trying to figure out what the show is.
3: Yeah, I think. And uh, by making a high school oriented problem the big problem and a- attach some sort of supernatural element to it that to me feels like what the show has been
2: at least a little right bit. and and also is this what what number of episode is this 17 or 18? 18 what is it 18 18 okay so that lands on a four so my theory of every fourth episode really counts yeah i mean not, it, it pushes listen it pushes a couple agendas this episode it pushes clark into the limelight reluctantly it 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 shows you who lex lex's idea of who he wants to be in the future. We'll get to later the president okay. of the United okay, States. Sure, there's some things that get that get flushed out as a result of this just this B storyline. No yeah. pun intended. <laughs> to just it flushes no, the out our characters. the problem is it's
1: the A storyline, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> back at smallville stories. high back at smallville high detective chloe sullivan is figuring out why paul was attacked by a swarm of bees and learns beekeepers from all over the state have found their empty uh their hives empty clark takes a peek at the upcoming torch edition shocked to find out chloe's official endorsement for class president is not him
5: i yeah. understood Ouch. this
1: i like this it is your good friend look truthfully if my best friend did it if he went for president, I'd vote for him. I don't care what the circumstances are. You'd have my endorsement because you're my best friend. So I, Even if I, he was a bad candidate? I just, well, I wouldn't be friends with someone who I thought was a bad person. I just wouldn't. I'm See, this is, this is
2: another thing that came up in this episode. I saw some similarities finally between Chloe and Lex. Mm-hmm. And that is a moral compass to stay true to themselves and their, the criteria that they decide upon of what they want for themselves and what they want for other people. Mm -hmm. That's very clear in this. She's not doing it for Clark. She's doing it for what she thinks is best. And Lex is the same way in many circumstances. Lana's a little here and there. He's a little like, hey, this is good for me.
1: And I think it's good for you too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All right. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us wish we had more time. But time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Listen, learn to
2: make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/talkville today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. dot com slash talkville.
1: Talkville is brought to you by Good Chop. If you haven't heard us talk about this, uh, this this is unbelievable. This is an unbelievable company. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on schedule. I cooked some of these steaks, and it was the best meat I've had. And I'm not – i want, I'm going to name drop, but I, went, well, I won't name drop. I went to my friend Skeet's house, and we barbecued and i put these on the grill and i don't know what it was but good shop completely sold me uh you can choose from over 70 high quality cuts 100 percent grass-fed ribeyes usda prime filet mignon free range and organic chicken breast pork tenderloin thick cut bacon uh they also have wild-caught seafood salmon pacific cod scallop shrimp and more tom have you had this no this is good stuff guys um I've had it all, and I want more.
2: That's the easiest way to say it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I really am. When I get these boxes, I get so excited because I know I'm going to be fed for the week. And what's great is it doesn't cost a fortune for this great. You could have quality meats. Uh, Good Chops' price per meal starts at just $3.74. And unlike a lot of companies, Tom, Good Shop sources its meat and seafood exclusively from American farms and fisheries, so you can support local family farms and independent ranchers right here in the U.S.
2: The products are vacuum-sealed and frozen at peak
1: freshness, so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want, just like I do. Good Chop especially prides itself on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. No artificial ingredients, only the good stuff. And you know they're so they're so confident in this product as am I and Tom here uh that they offer 100% money back guarantee here. So love Good Chop or get your money back. This stuff's the real deal. If you want delicious meats or seafood, this is the place. Good Chop. Go to goodchop.com slash talkville120 and use code talkville120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code at talkville120 at goodchop.com slash talkville120 for $120 off. goodchop.com slash talkville120 code talkville120. Clark meets with Lana to confirm that the talent can be the location for the upcoming fundraiser, and Lex Luthor visits to tell Lana she needs to get her hands dirty because the beanery has declared war. Sasha's sending her
2: and she's sending her non-boyfriend to her investor.
1: <laughs> exactly. Sasha <laughs> confronts Felice at Smallville High later that day, warning her that she needs to drop out. Felice says no, because she is the front runner. She says that in a hive with two queens, one always goes down. Uh yeah. again it was just yeah this character just I here's what I like I like when characters are grounded you don't have to look this this could be in the direction okay this is the direction if I'm a director I don't want somebody to come off corny and more of a caricature you could have played that character and I'm not saying anything to the actress this is how she played it this is how she was told to play it but look she could have easily not done the whole yeah, 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 yeah. she could have gone like um but look i'm i'm popular and they're gonna vote for me so well i'll, I'll tell you They could have just played you, a little more subtle
2: the fact that you brought that up i i you know the next episode we're gonna do uh with um crush adam brody the way he you guys st- stay tuned he played a character that i i will get to it in the next episode but very more gro- much more grounded
1: yes than and it the, worked yeah, but we'll get to yeah. that back at Luther uh, manor. Lex is getting a massage on his purple cushion table and finds out his normal masseuse is gone. He's being mas- massaged by Carrie Castle. She continues to push to write a story on him, promising to get him out of his father's shadow. And he agrees. I just thought one thing. Lex Luther lives in a mansion. He's got the, he's supposed to have the top security. This will be a redundant thing that I'll talk about. <laughs> All of a sudden, his masseuse is someone different. You don't think his security can get, you know, bribed but
3: those by, don't, by those don't feel woman. like man
2: hands I think. He,
1: he, they know that lex would fire them i think they I, can't if he can't trust he doesn't trust anybody and these people are getting in like that well we find out in uh, in season two that she's a shapeshifter <laughs> just kidding <I'm> liar. <laughs> god damn it back at smallville <laughs> high Back at Smuggle High, Principal Kwan confronts a car stopped in the middle of the parking lot. It's Felisa's car, and when he goes to open the door, he finds her completely swarmed by bees and unrecognizable. She is taken to the medical center and is in a coma. I, I recently saw Principal Kwan in another in an, either I think a movie. I saw oh, really. Him I've seen him in a couple of things. He works, and whenever you see him, you know you're they're filming in Vancouver. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes.
3: Also, but. just like the amount of things that he, this poor guy has just witnessed over the past year the fires the bees what what i mean we know what he's talking about with his
1: therapist yeah i think so
2: i saw gonna everybody's like why is he so mean why is he so tough <laughs> Imagine, there's a lot going on
1: <laughs> i like principal kwan i think you know if i met him i don't think i've ever met him but if i met him i'd be like oh my god Your principal, like he's a star to me. Like he's like, he's just like, he's part of the Smallville lore, 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 l-o-r-e. Yeah, it's funny because
2: there was a, there's an NBA coach this week that just either fired or stepped away. And he's you know, the, the, the Brooklyn Nets and he's, it's just his, his sort of thing was like, Hey, I really wish you guys the best. I know I can't be here, but the, the side note is like, I don't need to deal with all this stress every day. Like I'm trying all my get, and it reminds me of Principal Kwan. He's just like I just. <laughs> every week there's something i know
1: every freaking week (laughs) while bees are taking down other presidential candidates clark is becoming a social butterfly finding enjoyment and connecting with potential constituents miraculously as pete clark and chloe talk about the string of bee attacks clark remembers sasha's accident a year ago where she was stung by a whole hive of bees and he starts to put some of the pieces together in the halls sasha confronts clark and make the same underhanded threat to drop out. I think she's not subtle at all, <laughs> well, It's, it's, a, I mean, it's a very, she wants it's very to gre- get caught.
2: It's very aggressive what they're asking the character to do because why, listen, if it wasn't a TV show, she'd just be like, well, let's see who the best candidate wins. Like, what's the problem? And by the Cause way- Because yeah. he'll be taking votes away from her, and if there's four people now, three people in the race, A lot of it's you want to get somebody to drop out to not take the votes away from them because the other person i mean and
1: i gotta tell you i think this actress did a good job i do i wouldn't have played it like that i thought she was too angry too intense too this too guilty obvious play the fucking sorry the op opposite it always works it does if she would have said like clark listen you don't have any experience i think you should just try to kill them with kindness in the beginning at least at least so show us a softer side like hey and then go oh but we knew she's bad right away we knew that girl was a bitch right away we know i don't like to know that shit show me something different i'm sorry guys that's just the way i feel burn me Later at the Talon, Clark is working on his campaign speech. Alana continues to lament the downfall of the newly opened Talon. Clark consoles her as the two hear buzzing all around them. Clark uses x ray vision, which I like, to see a swarm of bees in the events, rushes Lana to safety, uses antifreeze from a pipe to stop the swarm. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was a pretty cool effect. Later that night, Clark tells Lana that he thinks Sasha is behind the swarm of bees, and she tells him that he needs to contact the police immediately. Just kidding. She says that he should contact Chloe. <laughs> Chloe goes to Sasha's garage campaign headquarters to investigate and runs into Chloe. Uh, Clark goes into Sasha's garage. Uh, Chloe is already there snooping. They trace uh, see traces of high of a hive in the rafters. And that's when Chloe exclaims. I think she's emitting the queen mandibular pheromone and controlling the bees. Of course, she would know that. I mean, who doesn't know the word mandibular?
6: i didn't i still your mandible
1: i
2: know i I, I understand in the context but i don't understand what it is yeah
1: i'm glad i didn't have to say it good for her the two head back to put an end to sasha before she turns the school into her own personal hive as the talon Hmm. lex and carrie discuss the new article and lex exposes the hit piece she's been trying to create lex then tries to figure out how to pay her off she denies his attempt Mm. I, I like seeing lex sort of like uh, you know seeing people f with him a little bit and seeing how he responds you know he's gonna respond in a way that he's gonna get what he wants you think but it's
2: it's a good test because she's not in it for the money she's in it for the power yeah. and lex exposes her for that yeah
1: later that day sasha dressed like a bee in a striped shirt goes to meet clark at the kent farm and he tells her that he's dropping out of the election clark then exposes what she's been up to and she tries to summon the swarm to attack martha who is out on the farm good cgi by the way Annette did a a great job if you watch she's running through the the way
2: I know that field that's a cattle so that whole farm is a cattle farm that field is not flat to run on Okay, there's hoof prints everywhere. You can snap an ankle easily in that field. <laughs> and that's running her turn. And by the way, the swarm of bees did it remind you of Hitchcock's The Birds? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Her hair, she played it exactly the, the way same she's as in turning the Birds. and like, yeah. And when she finally turns, like everything is perfect. And then that like I don't know how much like CGI and stunts Annette has done, but dude, she nails every movement in that she does. As it needs to be.
1: I hope sometime we find some fault flaws with the Neto tool that we can talk about impotter. because it's, it seems impossible. At this it's point. impossible. She's pretty much on point. Right as the swarm is about to engulf Martha Clark, uses super speed to grab her and take her to safety into the storm solar. I loved it. Thought it was really cool. Sasha, I didn't
2: see a space. I didn't see a, a spaceship. Well, they probably
1: solar. hit it a little more. Made it a little I more mean, discreet
2: same, this time. I mean, come
1: same. on. Sasha retreats back to her garage, but Clark intercepts there her there as chloe was predicted sasha is now focused on a new colony smallville high her existing bee colony is enraged and looking for mm-hmm. revenge they break into attack her her and clark throws a screwdriver into propane tanks to explode the entire garage it's pretty badass and his, wor- and his wardrobe is unaffected where did how did
2: how did if it explodes
1: how does she not die did you Listen, take her out he covered uh, her yeah and he, he covered her huh okay i think when, but Scott, he's fireproof I mean,
2: Clark's wardrobe must be Scotch guarded or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you know, in one episode in the back, there was there was like bullet holes in your thing. But since then, nothing. Is, is, they they made a decision not to do that again because then he's got to change his jacket. No, he is invincible yeah. along with everything he's wearing. I don't know where he gets his clothes, but I want some of that. At this point, the wardrobe budget was set. Yeah, we're not we're not exploding <laughs> another flannel. No, forget that. Where Paul, will we find another red flannel? Fuck God, they're so expensive. <laughs> Paul Chan wins class president, and the school goes to celebrate at the Talon. Lex shows up, and Lana lets him know that the Beanery is going to be exposed for having health violations, thus saving the Talon. Lex consoles Clark on his loss and tells him he would like to become president one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. And you Look can
2: have it. your, you can have your, um, you can. Ha- I keep messing up the motto back.
1: I, I have to say, I wish there was that line. I thought I should have acted a little differently. It wasn't bad. I don't think I was bad in the scene. When you said, what do you you think you'd like to do something?" I think there should have been a really like longer pause. You know, maybe I did give it. Maybe the editing—I don't know—but it should have been. I don't know, Clark. Uh, maybe I'd like to run for president one
2: day. Well, I wouldn't Who lose knows? any sleep over it. What, I think that no, was I'm just saying. Mo- I think it's one of those moments that it's for the audience to sure to eat as opposed to the the actor and the performance to make a meal of you know I think if if you're if you're not into it and you could miss that line but if you're into it you're like did he just say that you know
1: you're shitting on the show Rosenbaum (laughs) later Carrie Castle arrives at Luther Mansion Lex bribes her with a managing editor position at the journal to not run her story so my one of my, my
2: my favorite line that that in this episode is when Lex she goes if there was a if there was a position open, I'd know about it. And Lex says, "We don't know the same people."
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's it's great. Just, so it true. You think it up you right know there. some people, lady? <laughs> you don't know shit. The yeah. episode ends with Clark giving his campaign speech to Lana in the barn. I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. It was a nice moment. We we do the the tilt up to the sky. Um, well,
2: even the little bit of his speech that you do here, it's about. You know, you know, you might not think it that you can make a difference. Basically, what he's saying is you might not think you can make a difference, but I'm here to say you can. And I thought that was a very inspiring. and then it trails off, obviously. Yeah. But I also like Kristen's sort of like speech, speech, speech. I have a I have a feeling that she, that was her. It wasn't necessarily written that way. Yeah. Um I think so you kind
1: of looked like a slob in the last scene in that wide shot. I think your shirt was kind of baggy. You looked like a little bit of a slob. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Did you notice that? Well,
2: well, we ended up like a, was, years, years in, they ended up big. making shirts for me because part of the problem was like my shoulders were this big, but my, my stomach was this big <laughs> and you know, the, the shirts that would fit me would just drape all over me. And it worked in the beginning cause he's a high school kid, whatever. He's was right. all a whole like fitted shirt and everything. Then he'd be Oliver Queen. So, yeah. um,
1: you know, uh, special guest right now. Uh, And then we'll get into more interesting things of note. We'll get into the Ryan's favorite scene. We'll get into the hotline much more to come. But now for your next few minutes, we'd like to talk to an individual who is, is a fan like, like you guys.
4: Just capital is a nonprofit that tracks, which companies are a force for good companies like bank of America, which just earned the just capital seal.
1: Always hold on to Smallville. Please welcome
6: Zach Moore. Zach, how are you, buddy? I am super excited to be here talking to you guys about some Smallville today.
2: <laughs> Zach, you look very calm. Um, I wanted to real quick say thank you for doing what you do because you've inspired Michael to steal your uh, "Always Hold On to Smallville"
6: for the end of every one of our episodes. <laughs> that so is you. true. Yes, yes. It told you can all you can have it. No problem.
1: So, <laughs> first of all, I'd like to say, did you did you uh, are you uh, well? Uh, What's the word? Are you, uh, have you watched this episode drone recently?
6: I, have, I watched it uh, in preparation for this. I have. You so. did. So first of all, I, I, I think you haven't
1: heard what I had to say, but I had a lot of, you know, I had issues. I had issues, I had issues
6: with this episode.
1: Yeah, I, I had some issues. I had some <laughs> issues. Uh, I'd like to hear your honest thoughts. Don't. I don't want to sway you one way or another, but what was your, uh, I'd like to hear from from a fan's point of view, from mm-hmm. the first time you saw it compared to now. Try to imagine yourself as a fan the first time you watched it and what, what you thought of it.
6: Well, you know, I I really love the first season being that it, it took like this concept of like Superman, but he's a teenager, right? So he's doing teenager things, he's doing high school things. And he's brought in for class president, right? And that's that's a cool hook for an idea of a story. Um and then you get to the freak of the week part of it and it's like, well that's a little maybe a little cliche and and that and that you know and they had already done like an insect villain already <laughs> kind yeah, of earlier in the show.
1: Episode two.
6: Yeah, all right. Um but at the, no at the time I, I thought it was I thought it was great. I, I, I have a special um, this episode holds a special place in my heart a little bit because I, uh, was inspired to run not for class president, uh, but for band president when I was in high school because of this episode. Let so, me guess. You played the, the, the trombone, you know, I wanted to, they told me my lips were too small. I don't know if that's the true flute. Or not. The flute. Uh, I, I played the French horn. Actually. French
1: horn. And
6: that's yeah. the smallest mouthpiece.
1: Yeah. Tom played the rusty trombone. What
2: is it? A- if you look at history of people who become band president, what what instrument wins more often? Like a sax or a drummer or like... like you sax. would think
6: You would think a saxophone would because it's like the coolest one. Uh, although I lost to a guy who played euphonium, which people don't even know what that is. So I, that is... <laughs> all, right, I back, all
1: right, back to this.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that, but that's
6: a small, that's a small oh, I, I did lose, by the way, uh, as Clark did. So I was like, well, Clark lost on small wheel, I lost in real life. It, it's oh, cool. Good. So Isn't okay. the euphonium you
3: like a small Thanks. tuba? not know what that is? A small tuba isn't that a euphem right euphonium euphonium yeah it's a, it's a small tuba it's a good description yeah nice Nerd, True. nerds no <laughs> I, I was kidding. what I was in does band.
1: you would know this better I think but uh, now you have a, a website hold always hold on small but you have a podcast
6: yes I, I do have a podcast always hold on small. smallville right it's correct
1: so do you get a lot of listeners and 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 and, you know is it pretty popular do you you like like doing it is it a rewatch thing or is it a
6: it is it is a rewatch podcast uh we go through each and every episode uh of smallville and uh i uh, we we get a lot of we get a lot of listeners i we should uh, should
2: watch this before our podcast so we're more informed
6: (laughs) if you ever don't have time to to watch the episode listen to our podcast although i will say I feel like we, we talk even longer, like the episode's 45 minutes and we go like over an hour. I'm like, how do we talk so much about twice wow. as long for an episode, but we can really get into some, some, some weeds, but no, uh, we go episode by episode. Uh, as of right now, I'm, I'm in between season seven and eight. I'm going to start season eight soon. Oh, wow, uh, and, uh, a lot of life goes on when I take breaks and things. And uh, we also go into some Superman things here or there as they come up, right. Cause it's topical. It ties in and, and, uh, but yeah, Smallville Smallville is the main thing. That's the flagship of everything. So
1: let me ask you, what does the community think your community, our community think of the, the show so far of, 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 of your podcast. of, of
6: Talkville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, <laughs> I, I think people really love it. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I know myself and, and, the people in my circles like really enjoy the uh, kind of the, the good balance between fun and uh, you know, just uh, informativeness, you know, because it, you gotta be self-aware about this stuff, right? You can't take it too seriously, but also at the same time, you can't just, I mean, there's a lot of true things to talk about. And I think you guys have a good balance of hitting on, oh yeah, this is a cool behind the scenes thing that happened. People might not know about, and here's a fun story. And you know what, this is a good emotional scene. But also, this is pretty ridiculous, right? We can all agree on this. And yeah. so that's you got to have that good balance. And I think you guys are doing a great job. And it's it's so fun to because I've been to a few conventions, a handful of you guys have been to. And um, like the, I feel like you've kind of bottled that and, and put it into this, like that that same kind of vibe, which which uh, at least speaking for myself, I, I really think is great.
2: Well, it's it's fun for me because what I like to share is that sort of the boots on the ground stories that people might not know. Mm. Uh, Michael likes the shit on the show, which is God fun. dang what? it. Um, <laughs> But I will, I will say that the couple, I've met some people at conventions. I was just in London uh, three days ago, and a, a couple people had the, the Talkville t-shirts on. I had uh, four groups of people have them, and I think four groups of people saying that their shipment was going to come in the, the next day, oh. and they couldn't get them. But I've yet to have anyone in my face say they don't like it.
1: Uh, <laughs> so that's good. By the way, before I ask you this, do people really talk to you and say, Rosenbaum really shits on the show?
6: I don't think it's that extreme, but I do I do appreciate the balance of I think Tom always finds that, like, you know what? There's something in this, you know, that's to be appreciated. And uh, but your brutal honesty is appreciated, Michael. But don't don't (laughs) you
1: listen, like even in this episode, I'm talking, I always find positives in each episode. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of times I look when I'm watching, I watch as a fan. If something's good, I'm in. If something takes me out, I tell the audience, this is what took me out. I'm just trying to be. I think it's a good balance. You're right. Tom is very more, much more positive. I'm more realistic. Uh, Ryan's more uh, objective here,
6: here. Ryan's here. <laughs> um, you, you need that, though. Yeah, you need that. Because if you have two people who are just this is the best thing ever, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not a very interesting conversation. Uh, and then, and then also you have two people just, you know, crapping on something, you know, that gets old too. So I, I agree. I think it's a good, it's a good balance to you guys.
2: I, I also think that I, from, from the boots on the ground aspect, I was there for a lot of the, how do we actually make this thing better? I think if I was involved with a, in a podcast that was related to a show that I wasn't on, but I enjoyed, I would probably have a different perspective because I'd be like, "Oh, this is horrible, blah blah blah." I had no idea it took 2 weeks to actually figure that out and that the problems on set were this and it actually yeah. turned out pretty good as a result. Um so I think that's part of what helps me remain positive.
1: Yeah, Zach, uh so far through episode 18 through drone, we won't go ahead get ahead mm-hmm. of ourselves, but what has been your top few episodes that you've really enjoyed and uh maybe talk about some of the things that you are really liking about Talkville.
6: Yeah, you know, for uh, so episodes of Talkville I've enjoyed or Smallville I've enjoyed? but Bo- yeah, both, both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it is fun, and I've experienced this on my podcast, too. Sometimes when there's, like, a worse episode, it can be more fun to talk about, because <laughs> you're just kind of having a good time. Like, this is ridiculous, right? You're all having a good time laughing about it. But, no, I really think the, um, actually, Craving, right? The Amy Adams episode that was a really good episode of y'all's podcast because it's kind of like considered this like, well, that's the, that's the fat vampire episode. That's kind of weird. Right. Uh, But the inside of behind the scenes stuff and you guys talking about working with Amy Adams and, and that kind of stuff, whenever you can find a new perspective on something that isn't generally accepted as people, I mean, people don't talk about it other than laugh it off. And when you sit down and actually talk about, Oh, this is really talking about like, you know, teen issues and weight loss and all that, that kind of stuff that, 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 that responds well, you know? And so, but then you get to an episode like, um, you know, like well, like the pilot or or, or uh, Hourglass, right? And that has some really cool uh, Superman iconography stuff like Lex for President or Clark Living Forever. That kind of stuff is, is real cool to hear you guys' perspectives on as well. So I, I, think, I think they probably would, other than the extreme cases of like a really bad episode uh, and then having some fun conversation about it, that helps it out. But I, I think they would coincide with like, you know, fan favorite episodes y'all's discussion about it because people want to hear people have been you know us as fans watching for gosh 20 years now we've been talking about it with each other and it's so interesting to hear what you guys who were there who are in the show have to say about it so that those are those are probably the most highly anticipated ones for sure
2: well i i'd agree with you if, if keanu reeves did a uh podcast about john wick i would watch every second i would want to hear That's, everything he had to say sure. like, i would just be into it it'd be awesome <laughs> or anything he did constantine and and obviously everything else but um yeah, I, I just, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of trying to, I love how people operate. Not maybe what they did, but how they got there. I really love those kind of stories. And, and I think that's where some of our stories, at least for me, come from to share.
1: Zach, yeah. lastly, and we'll let you go um because we got the rest of the show to complete here, but we'll probably <laughs> bring you back down the road. if you I would you'll love enjoy, to be back. If you'll join us. Thank um you. Where can we find Always Hold On to Smallville? Where can people go?
6: So Always Hold On to Smallville is available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can find us on on Twitter at always smallville with one S uh, it's always smallville with one S because when I created it, uh, the the Twitter limit would not let me say always hold on to smallville. So I've just embraced uh, that. And now it's always smallville with one S everywhere across uh, social media. And, uh, and, and, and I do want to say um, I really, I really have appreciated what you guys have been doing with the podcast. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I like how like it's mine is kind of winding down because I'm at the end. You guys are at the beginning. So good. I feel uh, it's a whole, there's a big gap between the two of them. If you had started this when I first started, I would probably just been like, well, I'll just shut it down.
2: Well, listen, I'm I'm inspired because what my new I just realized my new process is, I'm not going to watch Smallville episodes. I'm going to listen to your podcast in preparation for our
1: podcast from now on.
6: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. I I did have I did have one re- request though, if I if I may. Sure. Uh so so at what I at a, I met you at a convention Michael and you were so Uh, gracious to give me a bump in for my podcast. So now I I start the podcast with, hey, this is Michael Rosenbaum. I'm Lex Luthor. You're listening to Always On to Smallville. Tom, may I ask you, sir, could you give me a bump in for Always On to Smallville?
1: Yeah, how do you do it, though? I just say my name. (laughs) Yeah, just say, say say, hey. Tom Welling, Clark Kent from Smallville, and you're listening to Always Hold On to Smallville.
2: Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Hi, my name is Tom Welling. I played Clark Kent on Smallville, and you are listening to Always Hold On to Smallville.
1: Zach, you're a trooper. Life ball. (laughs) Thanks for being here with us. We appreciate you. Thanks for uh, supporting the show for so many years. Thanks,
3: Zach. We'll see you again. Absolutely. See you guys. See you, buddy.
4: What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business.
5: Furnished by Just Capital.
4: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to
1: inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. all right interesting things of note thank you Zach Moore always hold on to Smallville Pete Ross
2: by the way Ryan's (laughs) been doing that every episode I guarantee it what you've been just listening to his podcast you're not even watching yeah
1: Pete Ross says he is more the more the power behind the throne the guy behind the guy when Lex Luthor was elected president of the United States in the comic books Pete Ross became vice president of the United States and briefly 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 the president himself following Luther's impeachment what I would call that an interesting thing of note Clark Kent's election slogan the man of tomorrow is one of Superman's nicknames in the comic books Lex Luthor states that he would like to be president someday in the Justice League 2001 animated series Lex Luthor does become president a series where I voice the flash Much to Clark and Lana's annoyance, this episode contains several references to the film The Godfather, such as Lana going to the mattress for the town, and Carrie saying she'll tell Lionel she got an offer she couldn't refuse. The Godfather, 1972, whose writer Mario Puzo and star Marlon Brando worked together on Superman in 1978. Uh, What did Puzo do in Superman movie? He wrote it. No kidding. Oh, wait. Oh, no, he was just in it. Bart Brando was in it. Yeah. I guess they worked huge... on Superman, but Pusa probably, I don't know what he huh. did on that. Interesting. They just said that he, he worked on Superman with Marlon Brando.
2: Yeah. The Brando thing was big because he got a big payout, like a like a ridiculous payout to just show up in like what, one or two scenes or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true.
2: All right. Wait, ha-
3: I, wait we didn't, I don't, we didn't talk about this line. Uh, when Clark is running for president and Chloe says, I want to know what you stand for. And Clark says, I stand for a truth, justice, and some other stuff. <laughs> Because the, the line is truth, justice in the American, American way. way. That's the Superman line, and I so, thought that was good. I thought I liked, that was really I fun. I like that they didn't finish it and yeah. some stuff. Because they do and that. Some, you know they, they do these little sprinkles of things, and that was their reference this time. I like it. Truth, I, I like justice, that it wasn't right on the
1: head. right other stuff. Know. Yeah, that was really good. All right, we're going to go to the hotline. Uh, you guys know the hotline. Uh we've told you about it before call 213-538-2883 call ahead of time if you if there are episodes way ahead of time it's best to call in early leave a message Bryce will uh you know go through them and hopefully use yours um so there you go here we go we're going to go to the hotline right now
5: Tara from Chicago. I loved Marguerite Moreau as Carrie Castle in Drone, and I thought her scenes with Michael were great. Right. Do you know if there was ever any talk about her becoming a recurring character at all, if, if she uh, was going to come back or if that was always just going to be a one
1: i think she did a great job too i i never heard anything really uh that she was coming back that was those were for the boys those are questions for alan miles um you know sometimes they really like guest stars and i thought she did a great job and sometimes they'd bring them back if the story made sense
2: they to be honest they don't tell you they don't tell the actor because you have a deal for one two episodes they're not going to tell you if you're coming back or not for leverage in the contract so you know (laughs) you're there for the episodes you're hired for in the hopes that maybe they t- they bring you back. I'm in that situation right now on another show. So I've, that's just how it goes. I worked for a brief... No, down Downer over here, but yeah.
3: I, the, she, then one of my first YouTube Jobs production, she was in some YouTube videos with a woman named Cecily, and they were in videos together at that. Was, really? So she, Marguerite was one of my first... Uh, yeah. She's nice. Job. She was very nice. Hey guys,
1: Bender from Texas. Drone, we're looking at class elections. Question isn't necessarily about the episode, but what about you gentlemen? Were you ever in any sort of student government or maybe even in your
5: yearbook voted most likely to succeed or most likely to uh, host a podcast? (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know what's funny oh. is no i it, not to be uh, you know I'm, I'm learning not to put myself down i'm trying to pick myself up lately it's a good thing to do be positive but i will say that i think there would have if there was a most likely to i would have been most likely to disappear <laughs> like just i don't think uh in like a survivalist way or no, in like a kidnapping way no sort of like just I don't really think I existed really that much. I was just not, people were just unaware. Like I, I wasn't, I was there, but I wasn't. It was you know like I, Michael
2: Rosenbaum, most likely to wait who I just wasn't. I was, <laughs> I, was, I, was I was like, oh,
1: oh yeah. I think I remember that name. I don't, I don't really It kind of meandered around. Didn't really belong anywhere, but I, I definitely not a school. Uh, I never would have run for anything. I, I just, I wasn't mature. I matured later in life. I still wouldn't run for anything. Tom.
2: I have no recollection of being part of anything or what anything in a yearbook even said about me. I moved around a lot growing up, so I, I don't have any yearbooks. I'm, I, I think someone has one of my. Someone posted a picture of me from a yearbook, so maybe you could ask them.
1: Most likely to be hot forever. No. Oh, what about you, Ryan? You. Did you run for anything? You no. look like you're smart. Though you, I,
3: I know, no, I would never put myself in student government. Though that that would have scared me in high school. I think I got voted most athletic. Did you? It was a very small high school. There were eighty-eight kids in the graduating class. How how'd
1: that work out? Well, he here, is athletic. here. I am. <laughs> I play softball with him on Saturdays. I, I'm currently
3: nursing a softball wound on my elbow from laying out for a catch that I missed. Should we not play Saturday
1: Can't, then? Huh? Should we not play Saturday?
3: Uh, we can play Saturday. I don't have. I have a bye week this week.
2: All right. So I, remind. So me. I. That reminds me of the story. I was playing uh, volleyball on. a couple Move years on. ago with some guys, and and no one's young, right? And the ball it lands, it, it's coming over the net, it's going right to my buddy. And all he had to do was like kind of like take a step, right? And then maybe kick it or like it was kind of down his feet. And he just didn't make the move. And we were like, come on, what are you doing? He goes, Yeah, I don't do that anymore. He's <laughs> just like, I mean, I've learned I don't stretch out, I don't dive, I just don't. If it's not at me, it's a good point, you know. All right, here we go. Hi,
5: this is Sassy Miss Mary. How come? Clark can just walk in to Rex's house any time he wants. It's almost every episode. Doesn't he ever knock? Isn't he ever announced? He just walks right in. Have a great day. Really enjoying the podcast, guys
1: well sassy miss mary uh you know i think you gotta suspend disbelief because i have the same problem i think i've always had the same problem during filming i had the same problem but you know it's like what do you do i think if there was subtext in this i think the subtext would be clark you're always invited to the mansion if you ever need anything the the security guards always know it's you you're always welcome to come in never worry about calling or whatever maybe something. clark, like come,
2: that. clark just just stop by the security guards they won't even see you um
1: now if you can give me a you know the, the
2: other thing is like i i thought she said talon by the way and immediately i was like you're right he does just walk into the Talon all the time and then i thought for some <laughs> random reason i was like and right he never does homework no one ever does homework you never see anybody <laughs> doing homework
1: like that just that was my thought process after that question it'd be a very boring <laughs> show if everyone was doing homework though. we don't need to see homework
2: clark i'm trying to concentrate i'm doing homework every,
3: yeah. <laughs> every scene should start with somebody doing homework but it never happens <laughs>
2: These kids aren't going to graduate. No, no one. They're all going <laughs> to.
1: The funny thing is this they, rate- they graduated 20 years before the show. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So highlights, lowlights. I mean, we've kind of talked about them. I thought there was some co- cool character stuff. Uh, for the most part, the lowlights, the whole B thing, it just was so ridiculous, incredulous, implausible. Call it what you want. I am not a big fan of that. I uh, had there was some fun moments. Um i definitely liked lex uh sort of like a little don't mess with me sort of character and this this you know woman who's trying to manipulate him that was cool there was definitely some moments with character stuff with Clark and you know he's good good sport he lost you know he didn't whine about it he didn't cry about it he just moved on um no one wanted to see him as class president either anyway
2: tom I mean I think we talked a lot about the highs and lows throughout this so I, I don't want to repeat any of those um you know, I don't know if Clark really wanted it. I think he was just sort of, it was more about feeling out a new um, possible, you know, status for him. Um, I thought it was good. I liked it. I mean, we did talk about this, that the that the the B story was the A story. I thought that was funny to bring up again. But um, I mean, I liked it. What you, again, all these stories just expose character, hopefully character development for, for our main characters. Um, you know, I like the way Lex sort of like, Oh, you just throw money at people. Oh, she doesn't want money. She wants power. I'll, I'll figure that out. You know, just navigating. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was fun
1: to watch. Uh, I agree. Tom or Ryan. 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 Yeah. Ryan. No, I, no, All
3: I agree. All right. I agree. I agree with everything that's been said. I don't, I don't need to add.
1: Mika, 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 sweet Mika. At the end of the episode, we find out Clark lost the election, but what place do you think he got?
2: I, I almost feel like he didn't get any votes. <laughs> like, I feel like well, there wasn't it, a third. Well, think
1: about this if the if the blonde girl the popular girl was in the hospital she could have gotten votes no though, she was almost right? near death she was in rough shape and then there's the,
2: people who win elections and they're already
1: dead and then the mean girl so that leaves three Paul Chan but what shape was Paul Chan in he got attacked by bees and he, he was won. in better shape though than the girl they said that I remember I,
3: I listened they just dropped that and I miss it poor Paul I mean is, is this gonna scar him like every time he runs for office like in the future like if he tries to be like a politician it's like, shit, I don't, I don't get
2: attacked by bees. He probably keeps bees. one of those needles around for, like, he's <laughs> Well, let's to bees. see if they're
1: consistent with, like, you know, if they ever mentioned the class president. Maybe Paul Chan comes back. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, rose and bomb rating. Well, we're going to start with Ryan on this one. Remember, three roses is the best. Two, one rose. Then uh, in the middle is a heater. Right down the middle, neither here or there. Uh, and then one bomb, two bomb, three rose and bombs.
3: Uh right. I'm gonna go with one and I don't know if I want to explain it, but I'm just gonna give it a one.
2: Not
1: gonna
3: explain it. That's fine with it. There me. we go.
2: Uh I was gonna go one point
1: three to stay on my average. <laughs> oh, man, this is tough for me. This no, I mean tough. I listen,
2: I, I think that it's I think it's fun, I think it's light. Again, my criteria is if you had to show somebody one or the top five episodes, I don't think this is one of them. Um and I think that gets you into the two, three category. So I think this is fun. There's some Superman future references. Um, I, I I won. I would go with a one.
1: I just think that you're what you're saying with a one rose. It was it was good. This yeah. was a good show. I, I would recommend. That's what one rose is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would not give it a rose. Mm-hmm. Out of all the good episodes, and there's been some great ones, <laughs> I would, I would not say this was a great episode. This was a throwaway. I feel like it was just neither here nor there. I am gonna give it a heater right down the middle it wasn't good it wasn't bad it was just a heater and that's what i'll give it death count and save count how many people got saved how many died zero dead although in reality paul would have died the cheerleader would have died with all those bites and the girl would have died but they didn't it's fine smallville zero died paul felice sasha where they were all hospitalized three people were saved clark saves lana martha and sasha from swarms.
2: That's why he can't get any homework done. Yeah, he's always saving people.
1: Do you have any idea through 18 episodes how many people have died and how many people are saved? Go ahead, Ryan. How many people are died, dead so far in Smallville? I don't know. I was never good at the
3: jelly bean guessing game. How many people <laughs> died? Just give me a number. Uh bean uh, guessing game. Uh, t- 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 like eight, 18 people are saved and like 12 are dead.
1: Okay. Tom? 32 and 5. Twenty-seven dead, thirty-three saved. Oh fuck me! Wow, <laughs> in eighteen days in Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: eighteen days.
3: All right. It's time. <laughs> every episode should start with like someone like at like the population of Smallville, like when when yeah. you're driving and just like adjusting it, adjust the
2: population <laughs> no, of Smallville. That would be it. funny. And every opening scene is Pete chloe and clark coming down the stairs being like wow yesterday it was crazy you
1: <laughs> yeah. all those bees? but also people are being born in smallville so it'd be hard you might not know the, the births that we're having you That's know true. like at woodstock 69 three people died but symbolically three people were born so it kind of evened itself out sure yeah <laughs> uh ryan's favorite scene okay
3: as you know i've been crushing it okay all right i'll try to <laughs> hopefully try to help time out
1: don't help Tom out. <laughs> just give it how it is. Just all right. Give a little. Ryan writes we down three about, scenes.
3: Uh, scene, tip. scene number one: the, uh, the slow mo uh, saving Martha in the field uh, from the bees. Wait a minute. Scene white. Wh- wh- scene number one. What's that one? Mar- Martha in oh, the field okay, okay. getting saved by Clark from the bees. Slow mo action. Okay. Had it all. Uh, scene number two: uh, Clark uh, throwing the screwdriver at the gas barrel and saving uh, what's-her-nuts? I don't know. Fun action scene. Yep. Explosions. To cool. Two,
2: two big action scenes. All two big right, scenes. All right.
3: And then uh, number three, uh, the the speech scene at the end where uh, Clark gives oh, his speech. Oh, this
1: is a tough oh, one. Man. Oh, man. There's one winner.
2: You go first, Rosie. You, you I'm going to have, have to go with the bees. Winners.
1: I think the bees scene, I think was a really cool scene. You could, you could say that too and keep You've yourself seen? on track.
2: Well, I have to because I I'd singled that scene out already and strategically if i pick it and we're both wrong then you don't go one up so um i'm gonna pick the same one
3: yeah the scene with martha
1: yeah yep. there
2: that you was go that's the one, that's we the both one. got you it
3: guys get it uh it look, was hands down the best scene in the episode i think it was too For all me. right
1: look let's take the discussion online Let, let's know your thoughts on the episode over on our socials we love you we love hearing from you at talkville podcast or talkville pod if you want to let us know your thoughts for other episodes in season one, leave a voicemail over at 213-538-2883. We have some good, fun things coming up. We've got, we're have got we nearing the end of first season, and then Ryan has some ideas for... Uh, I don't. Bryce does. I mean, Bryce has some ideas I mean, for Bryce another... Bryce is the one with the ideas. Yeah, we might... Uh, yeah, I I'm think, an empty vessel. Yeah, well, we've got, there's some good <laughs> stuff coming along. We're nearing the end of the first season. Um, thank you for staying with us. Uh, please join Patreon to support the podcast. Patreon.com slash Talkville. We give shout-outs to all of you at the top tiers at the end of every episode, and you get a, a whole bunch of other perks, uh, Q&As and this and that, and th- there's just all sorts of stuff. So thank you. Patreon.com slash Talkville. Thanks for the support. Tom, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Hey, listen, always hold on to Smallville. Always hold on to Smallville. They said it best. We'll see you next week. Always hold on to Smallville. <laughs>
0: Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions.
5: Find out more by searching The Stacking Benjamins Podcast wherever you listen.
1: We never forget our shout-outs, our lovable patrons. Go to patreon.com slash talkville, become a patron, support the podcast. We need you. Here are the shout-outs to our lovable patrons. Tom, take, take it away.
2: Thank you, guys. Nikki G., Leanne P., Raj C., Janine R., Santiago M., Leah S., Little Lisa, Tom T., Sophie M., Betsy D., Liliana A, got it right, Abhi P, Chris F, Kimberly E, Michael H, Ray H, Karen M, Danielle
1: B. 99 more. Lilani N, Catherine P, Brett G, Super Sam, always hold on to Smallville. small bow. Jeff yeah. E, Estevan G, DJ Garrett W, Kimberly L, Teresa Justin S, Tom N, Tony V, Rodolfo V, Jason W, Osama A, Nancy D. Wow. Ryan G,
2: Sarah W, Megan H, Artoon K, Justin T, and Lucy O, Grape Jelly 817, Jeremy G, Amanda R, Teddy 127, Michael P, Theo M, Ryan R, and Grumpy <laughs> uh,
1: Jordan M, Hillary B, The Blur with a 3, Craig G, Christy R, Pollyanna, Karen P, Derek G, Jarrell, Richard S, Heather and Greg, Nico P, Jason Ramona, Brian H, Jason M, Georgina B.
2: Eric K, Kevin E, Craig, Ashley, Ryan, Nanine W, Stephanie K, Aaron K, Darth Achilles, good one, and Richard R. I got a cough.
1: Finky, Kenny S, Sydney S, Tito G, Mickey is doing shit. Yep, that's what it says. Mickey is doing shit. Stephen F, damn, who's that? Jeanette E, Deadvid. Deadvid? Deadvid. Allison H, General Zod, Warren N, Amara E, Theodore, It's underscore Kitty, Crack 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 <laughs> Drew M Connor M Nathan Araselis Araselies R Ar, Big D and we said Kristen K Kia come on This Kristen. is
2: funny I see what you guys are doing here I appreciate it because we wouldn't be here without you but some and some interesting uh, creative names there I see what you're doing and I like it
1: Yes and also head over to our website talkvillepodcast.com to cast your vote for some of the best moments of season 1 we'll be talking about them in an upcoming episode Thank you so much for having us. We love you. From Ryan, Tom Wellingham, myself. Or actually Ryan's not here right now, it's just me and Tom talking much. We love Peace you. in spirit. We'll see you later.